these. So these are where the questions come from. This yeah. is where it stems from. This is what makes it fun. I mean, it's worth it to not get caught for murder. Welcome back to Creepy Campfire, your source for all things strange, the unexplainable, the infamous, and the mysterious. Here are your hosts, Jordan and Ryan. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Creepy Campfire podcast. I'm Ryan. And I'm Jordan. Jordan, how are you hanging in there? Doing well. Just got off work, and it's a hot, hot Sacramento day. It can it can calm the calm down right now. About a hundred and a little over a hundred degrees. Yeah, the past like three days, three uh-huh. or four days, it's been like a hundred and five. Yeah, I heard the other day it was like forty degrees over what it was the year before on that same day, which is insane. Yeah, I've just been melting outside. Yeah, just melting. I'm sure, sweating. Sweating in your in your big ol' bug suit. Full get up. Oh, man, I don't envy that. It's actually not too bad. At least I'm not getting... Because when you're fully covered like that, you're not getting sunburnt. Yeah. And it's not as hot as you would think it is. They're a little bit thicker. They're kind of like insulated. They're a little thicker. And It's not fancy. I literally have like a regular dress shirt on, maybe a tiny bit thicker of a dress shirt on, so yeah. it's more durable and doesn't rip so easy. And then like mechanics pants <laughs> so all dark blue and your boots and oh yeah because well because usually have like a you have a coat too or something like that right i mean i have it best for when it's cold yeah yeah dude it's too much right now but yeah. work was good slow but good getting back to it getting back to it um things are changing on the daily as they have been for months and i'm just playing it out Seeing where everything goes. Yeah. Chilling. You just got back from San Francisco, right? Yeah. How was that? It was beautiful. Well, we, we so we did it initially to beat the heat. Yeah. And it, we got out there and Cassie rolled the wind. <laughs> we got it like right over the um, Bay Bay Bridge. Mm-hmm. That's going in from Benicia, right? Yeah. Bay Bridge. So we were on the Bay Bridge and she rolls the window down and she's like, oh, nope. <laughs> rolls it back up and we're just like, oh, what a view. This is great. <laughs> we literally went to Tartines and we picked up breakfast. <clears throat> our favorite spot in San Francisco. Yeah, if you live anywhere in the area, it's worth the trip <sighs> and the money and the wait. We literally went out to San Francisco for Tartines. It's so good. For Tartines. So we went out there and we grabbed, we grabbed like, uh, we grabbed a lemon tart and like our ham and cheese croissant and our, uh, um, what do they do? The croquencier. Fancy, fancy stuff. And then we just drove over to um, Golden Gate, parked mm-hmm. it, didn't even get out of the car and ate in the car. <laughs> and then we tried we tried to go to a couple different cafes, but most of them were closed. And then we tried to go down to, what was the place that Xander was telling us about China Point, China... Oh, China, China, China Bay? China Bay. Yeah, I think it's China Bay. Something like that. But we couldn't find anything. I guess it's supposed to be close to the Giants Arena, but... The only thing that was over there was like parking lots and stuff like that. So we're like, mm-hmm. we can look at the water. That's nice. There but you go. Then we just drove back. We did about, we did we maybe spent two and a half hours in town. How was driving <laughs> around there right now? Getting there was pretty quick. Um, only took us about maybe an hour 20. Because you couldn't pay me to drive through San Francisco. Yeah. Bart all day. I still, like I said, I've had all the years that I've been with Cassie, all the times, all the trips that we've made, I've mm-hmm. never driven. She always drives. She mm-hmm. insists. But um, I was just curious if the driving was kind of like a ghost town right now. No, no, it's it's pretty busy. And then on the way back, it still took us about probably just under three hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was pretty. There was a pretty bad accident. If this if this one accident wasn't right before the, I think on the way back over the bridge, um, that held us up for like forty five minutes. So nothing too crazy. Yeah. About you, besides work. Been just chilling, that cooking. working extra days making swordfish steaks uh, that's 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 cassandra but i made some cool bread pudding that was really good shout out cool anthony bread. from uh from queer eye got oh his. was it one of his recipes yeah it's one of his recipes we got his nice. recipe book <clears throat> we are not sponsored but hey if he wants us to promo his stuff he makes a good cookbook please i will cook with you just anytime whatever you want to do yeah <laughs> yeah i'm going fishing this weekend though you are well, dead dead set fingers crossed 
But if you can get your license tomorrow, right? Oh, I can get my license. That's not a problem. If the weather's too crazy, you might not. No, I'm going unless lightning is striking. Okay. I've fished in the rain before. I'm not scared of it. <laughs> Don't be scared. Plus, it's California rain. That's like a sprinkle. Mm-hmm. This time. Usually. The last couple of years, for sure. So. Haven't really gotten a well. We got well, like a couple of happy Much rain. into summer, that's all it's going to be. Yeah. I know, right? If, we're, if we were talking like February, March, then it might be actual rain. We're almost into June, and it's still... They don't complain rain. about it. Let so it rain all at once. <laughs> I would love I would love for it to rain so much more. Trust me. It'll, that beats 100-degree days for me. Mm-hmm. Any day. we got to keep our doors open at work all day. The front door's wide open, and we only have so much AC capacity. Mm-hmm. It's sweltering. Which reminds me, if we were a little more echoey than normal, it's because we had to move back into the house from the garage. Because that garage ain't happening right now. It's cooking. It's not happening right now. That's, uh, like, honestly, I've just, the past few days, I've just consumed myself with fishing, and that's what's keeping me from thinking about quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know you guys are ready to get back into it. Get back out into it. I'm, I'm ready to. I'm just, you realize how sometimes, uh, I want to be safe. Don't get me wrong. Like that's why I'm going fishing because I can do that, and it's separate from people. And you know. Yeah, I, I just I saw I saw a meme yesterday, that was uh, I don't know what the picture was of, but it was like you you realize how lazy slash antisocial you really are when <laughs> something like this happens and your life doesn't change that much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yep, that's that's us. But, yeah, I'm definitely ready to go, I don't know. I wanna, Anything? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At this point, I don't know. So before we get into this, shout out to our sponsor, Moses Family Jerky, for hooking us up. Let's play that promo right now. You're right, Barney. There's not a better way to sit out in nature than to sit here and chew on some of this delicious Moses Family jerky. Jordan, what you sipping on over there? I got some Moses Family coffee in my cup. What? I didn't know you brought that along. Oh, dude, it's delicious. It's good, because it's cold this morning. Barney's got us out. He's going to introduce us to his family. I know. I'm excited, too, buddy. It's going <laughs> we to, all are. I've only seen one big feet. So <laughs> one now big we, feet? One big feet. I but can't wait to do the rest. It's chilly this morning, because he's got all that fur, and we don't. But we got this coffee from Moses to keep us warm, and this jerky to keep our bellies full. What flavor are you chewing on? Man, you know I go with the sweet and spicy every time. Oh, it's my favorite. But they've got so many flavors. It's like sweet and spicy is my safe one, and then mm-hmm. I'll get another one just to try it out. Teriyaki, peppered, anything you want. All kinds. But either way, definitely enough to keep us full while we're out here in the middle of the woods waiting for Barney's family. And you know what's better than getting delicious jerky and coffee is getting it cheaper. All oh, discount? Cam- on discount. Ooh. All camper listeners get a discount if they just put in uh, the code CREEPY10. You get 10% off your order, and it's a little kickback to the podcast. That so, is a steal. Right? It's a win-win. And oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. Look, Jordan, it, it, there's three of them. All right, Jordan, what are, we, what are we doing today? What are we talking about today? We're talking about Bigfoot. We are, and don't get your hopes too up. up. We're not deep diving we're just kind of chatting on this one. We're we're there's so much with it, and we're we're just going to say Bigfoot to blanket it. But we're talking about any ape human like creatures around the whole world, because just about every single continent mm-hmm. has their Bigfoot, their Yeti, their um, Yowie. I think in Australia, like. Yeah. Well, I mean, even smaller than that. I mean, you could almost call Bigfoot like a like a a western i mean there's there's the swamp one that we did um not too long ago there was the what was the one that you said was kind of like bigfoot oh the murfreesboro mud buddy murfreesboro mud well that was my thing mud mud monster mud Mud monster yeah so it's like it's i mean you get i mean even in the united states you get ones that are like oh yeah you got different ones. you've got like the northwestern like the oregon washington bigfoot that's like what you typically think foot, of yeah then you have like skunk apes down in in the deep south mm-hmm. louisiana florida areas um yeah it's 
There's you got a your lot. There's so much with 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 different Bigfoot, and I just thought there's enough here for us to just kind of like what we did. I don't think we've had a good discussion episode since the ghost discussion, like mm-hmm. way back in the beginning, um, where we just kind of chatted and talked about where we each come from on that side of things. Um, yeah, and how and how that might change as we we keep doing the show because there's going to be so many Bigfoot like stories to come that oh, we, yeah. we've not even touched yet. So definitely, I still can't wait to do the Yeti. So before, so how do you feel about the big feet of the world? And like, do you think it's a thing? Do you did you always think it was a thing, or do you just think? I definitely thought it was a thing when I was younger. Yeah, I don't know when I stopped thinking it was a thing or believing it was a thing i suppose um so you don't know not necessarily i think it's more of a kind of a farce even even the murfreesboro story because you were on board for that one the murphy okay murfreesboro is one thing murfreesboro is one thing uh bigfoot's another thing yeah yeti's another thing like it's that's what's hard is like there's everybody can't have it but there's got to be one somewhere yeah you know i suppose i mean it's kind of, I mean, I went up to uh, Disney World last year for the honeymoon, mm-hmm. and we did uh, the Expedition Everest, mm-hmm. which the entire walk up into that, you know how you know how crazy their intros are. Mm-hmm. Complete, the room, room's completely filled with, like, hiking gear and, like, like, mountain climbing gear and stuff like that, and then you get into this room that's completely dedicated to the Yeti. Yeah. And they have, like, supposed pictures of it attacking people, and they have, like, it's supposed droppings there, and they have, like... Uh, like uh foot the foot castings Mm -hmm. that they would do the plaster foot molds and stuff like that yeah all stuff that you've seen in different situations depending on who Mm -hmm. which one you're talking about but it was as much as like i want to believe that i don't know why the yeti seems the most like cassandra said i don't know why that one seems like the most believable to me i've always liked like he Mothman, I think, takes the cake, but that's my second favorite, is the Yeti. I feel like there's so much more room to be mysterious and not seen potentially out in, like, a snowy landscape. Uh, I mean, the Bigfoot, I feel like, you know, you're you're in the U.S., you would have been seen by now at some point. I don't know, though, because, I mean... My thing with that, I go back and forth with, is I feel like a big a Bigfoot is more in a forest is more likely than than a Yeti, only because of food source. You're more likely to have a lot more food out in a forest than than in the Himalayas. That's true. So. This is true. But that doesn't mean things like that can't happen. I can't remember the name of it, but there's like a noseless uh, monkey that is it lives hundreds of feet up higher than they thought any any ape previously would hmm. i can't remember the name of that monkey it's real weird it, it looks like a skeleton face with no nose um yeah it's, not a pretty monkey <laughs> no but they're cool and and the whole thing was they were like okay primates don't choose to live above above this certain elevation and they're like we're a couple hundred feet above that huh so when you're talking himalayas where you're seeing a lot of where the yeti legend comes from mm-hmm. it's it's that high elevation so I don't know, but but you think that that's you lean more towards something like a yeti than a bigfoot. Yeah, and I don't know why I always have. Mm-hmm. Like even as a kid, I was always I I only knew about the two. I knew about the bigfoot and then the abominable snowman slash yeti. Mm-hmm. And I was always like more scared of the abominable snowman than I was of bigfoot. Yeah, bigfoot was never. I guess he was never really meant to be scary though. He's just kind of a. I always kind out there. of felt he was a little scary. Like you wouldn't want to run into him face to face. Yeah. Not prepared <laughs> with something. No, well, no, de- you know, defenseless. But yeah. Well, for for me, I had a hard time with Bigfoot for a long time because I, I felt kind of a similar way. I'm like, I feel like by now someone would have seen something, got it on pictures, got it on video. But as we've seen in doing this, there's been a lot of times people have had pictures and video of things that's like. That could very well be exactly what you're saying it is, mm-hmm. but nobody trusts pictures or video anymore because nope. they're too easy to fake. Yeah. So all it took was the f- whoever the first person was, and then the immediate influx of reports after yeah. that to be a little discounted. Yeah. So I mean, 
for all we know, there could be dozens of credible videos and pictures out there. Yeah. So at first, I was like, ah, eh, this seems a little improbable. But the more I've done this, the more I've leaned toward it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I do think it's exaggerated in height. And I do think there's a couple other things like um, that we'll get into a little later. I think that they... A legend was started and now it's been twisted to more of an ape man whereas originally it was more of a wild man yeah type thing um but i lean a little bit more towards some of them like the like the northwestern u.s bigfoot i'm kind of on board with um that's number one yeti i'm actually a little less on board with now just because it seems hard for them to survive but anything that's in some any any kind of area that they could get food from, I'm kind of on board with, and that they have decent cover. Yeah, you'd think it'd be you'd think it'd be a bit harder in the Himalayas or up in the hills like that for them to be able to like sustain, mm-hmm. especially if they're supposed to be you know supposedly as big as they are, mm-hmm. bigger than like a average sized dude. They're gonna have to eat. Well, it, it kill always kills me when I hear people talk about like oh there's not enough food source. For, for like a northwestern Bigfoot. I'm like, what do you mean? I mean, it is very... The descriptions are huge. The descriptions are like 400 pounds, 7, 8 feet. And that might be exaggeration. It might actually be 6 foot, 250. I feel, yeah, you, you know, know, it's just somebody, whoever's interpretation. But if you if, if you brought a 4 foot tall Bigfoot up to me, I'm not going to be mad about it. I'm yeah. like, it's shorter than we thought. Who cares? It's oh still God. a Bigfoot. That would be so funny. Just a little guy? <laughs> Just a little Bigfoot? Oh, Squatch. But I feel it's like so there'd good. be plenty of food. Yeah. I mean, even if, even if the thing's a vegetarian, which I doubt it is, I, I feel like there's still enough for it to scavenge to be just fine. Especially if it spends all of its time in the woods, like it's going to know what to do. I'm just wondering what the benefit would have been for somebody to make that claim and not mean what they say, I suppose. Like, I mean. Nowadays, I get it a little bit, depending on who you are. If you were somebody that doesn't care about this and you go hunting in the woods weekly mm-hmm. and then you see it and you say it. I'm going to automatically give you more credit than the person that bi- that goes every weekend Bigfoot hunting. Yeah. Which is not fair totally, but at least the hunter I know has less of a bias. Mm-hmm. So he's more likely to be telling the truth. Yeah, where the hunter might look for, look into something maybe more than it should be, mm-hmm. potentially. Right. Yeah. I can I- see that. Yeah. So I, but I feel like there's plenty of a food source, and I don't think that they're just vegetarians. Like, I think... I think that they're omnivorous like we are, if they exist. Yeah. This is the, the whole episode, if they exist. Blank. It's all hypothetical. <laughs> um, so that, Okay, so that leads me into something. Do you think that they're... Because most of the time people say Bigfoot are like gentle giants. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not harmful. Do you think that they're, they are? I think it definitely depends on how you... It's going to depend on your interaction, I mm-hmm. would say. If you... <laughs> I mean, if you come up on it and you're threatening, then... But do you think it's territorial like other animals are? Because some of the animals, you can not mess with it at all, but just because you're in within its its space... Maybe. I mean, it's hard It's hard to... It's hard to say that, for, like, just... I've only seen what I've seen in, like, the different depictions of mm-hmm. him throughout the years, because it's been... God, he's been a thing for how long now? Since before I... Well... 90s maybe oh I don't know. before that before that yeah because the patterson gimlin film which is like the 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 one everyone has seen of the bigfoot walking and looking over its shoulder mm-hmm. when was that i think that was done in the 70s 60s or 70s Jeez. And plus, if you see it that that long ago, I don't know if those things are supposed to live forever either so yeah, but if you've got them going on there's got to be a population that would be it's not like we're talking about like there's one bigfoot a bigfoot that would be so. crazy that'd be crazy um but yeah i it's hard not to have like a like an ingrained bias cuz they've always been painted that way like mm-hmm. like gentle and there's always the <laughs> have you ever seen the um not just not to discount our uh Moses jerky have you ever seen the I don't know if it's the Slim Jim or the... I think it's Jack... Is it Jack Links? So it's Jack Links, yeah. Yeah. 
Sasquatch, or uh, what is it? Oh, God, what's the saying? I don't know, but he's always angry, and he's always hungry. I, I suppose somewhere between the two. It just depends on... I, I feel like it would definitely not know what the hell is going on if you approached it. And probably it probably would not react the best way. But you hear things of people that go actively trying to find them about things like uh, throwing rocks and stuff at, at people in camps. Yeah. And like hefty ones, like bold, like on borderline boulders, like 50 pound rocks. Sometimes it's smaller, but like ones that'll hurt you. They're saying that they've gone looking for it and Mm -hmm. they've had that happen to them? Yeah, so there's people that have went out into the woods um, looking for Bigfoot. Or sometimes this just happens to them. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they're just camping and this happens. And there'll be some strange noises. um, And it seems like there's a presence kind of just out of the tree line. Yeah. Where you can hear something's there but you can't see it. Um, And then rocks will start getting thrown. Not like machine gun style, but like, you know... (laughs) Just like, hey, get out of here. Like, when you throw, like, a rock at a bird. Yeah. That's kind of what it makes me think of. Like, hey, get away from here. I, it's funny to me. Don't throw I, rocks at birds, no, kids. No, don't throw rocks Unless the seagull's trying to ruin your picnic. Yeah, that's... that's I pissed bubbles. off some locals doing that a time or two. Really? <laughs> yeah. I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I was trying to get it, so I threw a stick at it. Sue me. Yeah, f*** a seagull. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and get my food. Um... Yeah, those and what pel- pelicans are the other ones that can be really nasty. I think. I think they can, but I like pelicans. Well, yeah, they usually just, keep to themselves as long as a little they're, more. Yeah, as long as they're not going after all your stuff. Seagulls don't care; they'll get right up in your business. Oh yeah, all up in it. Yeah, I. It'd be weird to think that he wouldn't like. Well, it Bigfoot wouldn't be more curious about us. Yeah. In general. So you would, I don't know, like if it wants to be just left alone and left to its base, and that's one thing. Yeah, I feel like it just wants to like, this is mine, my area, I'm going to keep to myself. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it will get aggressive if you do invade its territory. Yeah. Supposedly the Yeti definitely does. You don't even have to provoke it. Yeah, I don't think it's gentle at all. I just think it's how mad you might make it. Mm-hmm. And it'd be strange to think that all of these different kind of huge creatures exist but with potentially no relation well that's part of the thing with bigfoot is is bigfoot the missing link yeah i I don't think so because i feel like if there were other species that came between whatever the quote missing link is and Mm -hmm. homo sapien sapien yeah or is it Homo Homo? No, it's Homo Sapien Sapien is what we technically are. So it's not like Bigfoot would be the one, the stage right before what we are now. Yeah. It's like several back if it's the missing link. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if <laughs> that survived, then the Neanderthal that was after that one should still also be right. Here. I was gonna say yeah, because I mean it's it doesn't look like a t- like your typical like whatever you you watch that chart of us you know our growth is humans and it coming from monkeys mm-hmm. and nowhere i mean the the potential bigfoot looking thing would be quite a ways back mm-hmm. it's nowhere near what and i don't we've got i don't necessarily think it is some kind of link i think it might just be some sort of offshoot from a gorilla or some kind of our other large ape mm-hmm. i don't know well that would be the most interesting part about finding it is seeing if it has human tendencies okay so this bleed into another thing do you think this is something that's like a a cryptid so a biological zoological animal that's not been discovered yet or some people think that bigfoot could be an alien that was left here Mm -hmm. or some kind of interdimensional being that's essentially like a forest wizard Mm that can go in and out and that's how why it can disappear so quickly that's why no dead bodies are found has it has he supposedly killed people well it's own dead like dead big feet but yes it has supposedly Hmm. and how many people you think it could have killed that we don't know right you know people are looking for those people i err i definitely err more on the side of um i mean not saying that it would that missing link is like it's 
biggest selling point, but I err more on the side of cryptid slash mm-hmm. missing link as opposed to something that's not even from here. Yeah. Something biological that mm-hmm. could have come from here. Just as that's just like a. Oh, this is a thing. Sort of some sort of, I'm not freak of nature, but yeah, like kind of some spawn. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I I lean the same way. I I have a real hard time when people get inter- interdimensional on it or ultra. I, there's there's a couple of different classifications. <laughs> Alter ultra. Yeah. I'm. I don't know. Which I mean. <laughs> To be fair, like if we're talking something that lives in the fourth, dim- or maybe not the, f- that might not be a good example because I think we know of a fourth dimension. If something lives in the fifth dimension, it might be able to do things and exist where we don't understand, but we only get glimmers of it. Because if you think like a two-dimensional uh, thing versus a three-dimensional thing. The two-dimensional is not going to be very aware of the three-dimensional at all Mm -hmm. because it's so limited in its perspective. But it might occasionally get a glimpse of it. So it might be that kind of situation. But I don't necessarily think so. And I definitely, while the alien thing is fun, I don't think it's an alien. No, I don't think so either. And I don't think, some some people think it's like pets of aliens or um, a wild fun I don't think it's that either. Yeah. That's more just people trying to... Yeah. Sure, it could be that. Yeah. Sure. So right now, you're not on thinking that they currently exist, except for maybe a uh, couple one-offs like the Murfreesboro. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because one thing that I thought was a fair argument, but I started really thinking about it, is like what... If they exist, then why do we not find any dead ones? But as a person that lived in the Appalachians, where there is reports of Bigfoot, Mm -hmm. um, that got bored and wasn't looking for Bigfoot, was just like, I've got to do something, so I'm going to walk through the woods. Maybe I'll see some cool stuff today. Yeah. And like, you never see large animals dead. You might find an occasional... You don't even find too many small animals dead Mm -hmm. because nature is efficient. Yeah. But, I mean, even small animals, you don't find too many small animals dead because nature eats that stuff up. And the hotter and more humid the climate is, the quicker the the deterioration, decomposition happens. Mm -hmm. But beyond that, like, you have all types of tiers of scavengers that just gobble that stuff up. Yeah, you know, you, I mean, you you let something. I mean, something something dies in a forest. With I mean, however many different populations of bugs slash predators. You've slash, got everything like, from fungus to bugs that are going to eat it to even small, the local f- uh, flora, like the, the yeah the plant. I mean, it's going to get it's going to get back come back into the and then continuing going up i mean you've got rats eating anything that gets left behind by the bigger predators and the bigger predators are dragging off legs at a time mm-hmm. and there's decomposition on top of that yeah like in the, all the time i've spent in the woods like the only large animals i've ever seen dead mm-hmm. are deer and that was you that was all almost always from poaching yeah almost always from poaching somebody shot a deer cut what they wanted out of it left the rest to rot have you literally come across that when you used to live? Yeah, but not very often. Oh man, how it suck. Yeah, it's terrible. It's it's not that's follow fishing game rules, people. Seriously. It's not okay. That was all I found and that was human done. That wasn't nature done. Cuz when if a coyote kills a deer, it eats its fill, everything else comes behind and gets what the coyote didn't get. Yeah. You might get a skeleton for a little bit, but then especially if you're in some kind of humid forest, like it's it's going to break it away pretty quickly. Oh yeah, so yeah, it's not going to last long. That sort of thing doesn't usually. But I mean, plus they're so. I mean, if they are out there, they are so secluded, anyways. Yeah. Okay. So we're both on board that we think it's some kind of animal. If anything, yeah, I that I more more along the lines of like some something uh, corresponding with our biological mm-hmm. makeup than something mm-hmm. other dimensional. Yeah. Yeah, but that question, I don't know. 
at first that question got me. I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And then I was like, well, I've never seen, like, a dead elk or a dead bear carcass. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't run into those either, so why would I imagine running into a Bigfoot that's yeah. roughly the same size? Yeah, theoretically. I mean, I don't know. They, I would assume, I mean, especially if it's been around as long as they say it has, if it has died, it's gone. Mm-hmm. It's long gone. Well, I mean, you're talking about current. If this if this exists, it's got to be a current population. Yeah. Of something. Like, I'm sure very small. But there's got to be a population. Um okay. Yeah, now, do you think they you think they're about first world problems? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the ones man. here in the US at no. least. Don't have many grubs. Need more grubs. <laughs> Not enough grubs to feed them. You mean I can't grub, grub hub some grubs? Grub hub. <laughs> oh, low hanging fruit. <laughs> um, all right. Well, h- how do you feel about? Because we talked a little bit about how there's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, how how do you feel about the that almost like each continent has its version of Bigfoot? Almost every ancient culture has their like stories of it yeah what, what does that make you think about uh i mean we've we've held off on this episode for a reason because it's going to be a very very uh researched when we end up doing it if we do oh, a big yeah. specific episode no yeah and it's probably going to be specific cases versus yeah it's what's going to have to be yeah, yeah. That, that's why i chose like murfreesboro way back because it's it's just too big of a topic. Yeah. You know, we'd be, we, there's entire podcasts dedicated to Bigfoot. So uh-huh. there's no way we could expect to do it in one show. I just, I would have to like go back to some of the source um, lore, I suppose, mm-hmm. and see where, like, where but specifically I mean, originated and it originated. Just off the thought of like the fact that, because we know everyone does have their version yeah. of the story. Them being all over the world is crazy. That's, uh, I don't know if that I, that kind of I don't know if that makes it more believable or less for me. And that's what I'm getting, getting at. Is which does it make you sway? Um, I mean, probably probably less. Yeah. Like okay. I, I mean, I I feel like for some of them, they might have even just adopted some of the ones that came before it. Mm-hmm. As far as the mythology goes. But if nobody has any proof, it's like, what is there to, yeah, what is there to believe besides your casting of a footprint and a mm-hmm. maybe a clump of its hair or like a a picture of a big woolly thing looking over its shoulder? That's that's all you've got. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I it's hard. It's hard because like the Bigfoot costumes look pretty pretty accurate to Bigfoot, yeah. and it's like it's it would be pretty easy to pull off. <laughs> Yes and no. If so, if you guys are really into this and this is your thing, you're probably already listening to Astonishing Legends. And I'm not even going to try to attempt to do justice what they did. Um, they had like a, I think it was like a four part series on the Patterson Gimlin film, um, and which is debatably the clearest footage of a Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. And they really broke that mess down. To to a crazy amount, like as far as breaking down the actual film um, into the the specs of what it was filmed on and how that can be manipulated and how unlikely it is that it's uh. manipulated. Um, but also, they brought in because they have connections with Hollywood. Mm-hmm. They brought in um, big time costume designers um, and like, hey, could you make this? Is this a realistic thing to be made? Yeah. And um, even people that have wore monkey suits in movies and been like. What's it like to move in these things? Yeah. You know, they really went in. So if you if you guys are really into this and you're legitimately on the fence and you're not 100% a skeptic, even if you are and you're giving us the time of day, give them the time of day and, like, check this out because it, it'll it at least make you think. Yeah, they're awesome. Um, but, just, I mean, so you are right that suits are crazy good now. As far as everybody having their story, to me it lends more credibility to it. Think so, but I'm saying that with a little bit of grain of salt to take with it, because mm-hmm. like I mentioned earlier, I think that some stories get taken as a Bigfoot, 
mm-hmm. but they're more they when they were originally told or actually experienced there were really a, just like a wild man quote unquote like somebody that's like kind of lost it and then just living out in the wilderness and yeah eating bugs but they're they're a dude they're just kind of a savage dude yeah it's hard because it can be so exaggerated sometimes yeah so i think there's a little bit of that in with these um but if every culture especially and if we're talking early days when they were isolated and they didn't have the internet to connect everyone yeah they were coming up with this on their own then that tells me two things either one um that it's a thing that it's common enough and there are monkeys of some variety on every continent why not why not there or why not this version of one um that if it's being seen that common being mentioned by that many people there's got to be at least a speck of truth to it Mm -hmm. but then also it makes me think from a psychological standpoint is this just something that we as people are predisposed to think about you know how like there's common fears that there's just certain things that strikes a chord with everyone Mm -hmm. um i just wonder if that's if this is a similar thing it's like a social makeup that you're yeah that you're raised with yeah right and it's not and it's not even something that was um created before you it's when that is being created to begin with it's something that naturally everyone's a little freaked out by yeah so that's why okay i'm going to tell something around the campfire what am i going to tell them tonight what if there's just like this weird wild man that's a little bit more ape than he is person and well that's another thing that's really hard for me is that's that they're described as like wild men Mm -hmm. or like half man like but also beastly mm-hmm. or whatever if they haven't been caught by now and exhumed and like that there's not really any critical per- proof mm-hmm. of them they'd have to be ridiculously smart like more so like super yeah like because they've outsmarted anybody that's ever looked for them well you've got to think about where we're talking that we're seeing them too true because it's not like we're talking really populated areas I mean, the Pacific Northwest is yeah. real sparse. Yeah. And, I mean, Himalayas, there's nobody. Cold Idaho. Um, I just feel like it would be hard to hide for that long. I mean, he's I mean, he's either... Okay, so I, oh, I, I rephrase. He's either... They are either ridiculously smart or they are the best hide-and-seekers just I mean, I feel ever, like you would, yeah. Ever. And you're but huge. If you, if you were surviving in the woods... And to get meat, you would have to sneak up on things. Yeah. you. I mean, that right there is going to make you good at it. True. And the creatures in the woods, they already have a better sense of presence than we do because they spend their whole time. Like, how, how often are you going through and you kind of hear everything chirping along, but then everything will stop. Mm-hmm. And you'll realize, like, you just spooked a bunch of stuff. But something you spooked was 100 yards away from you. Yeah. And you're like, I didn't know you were there. How the heck do you know I was here? It's just what makes it a little harder. It's it's that's where the like the contrast between like how smart would these things be? Like, what would the level of intelligence mm-hmm. required be to? Or like, how are you doing it? Like, are you are you actually evading? Are you doing something that we don't understand? Are you? Whoa. I just think they're super secluded. I just think they're so deep in there that they're just keeping away. And like, whenever construction or something goes cause is get like inches in. They just inch a little farther away from it. Yeah. Yeah, that's happening. That's happening all too frequently. And, I mean, we we talk about the world being over-urbanized, and it, it is. Like, we're, we are... Hardcore. Cutting things down right and left. Yeah. But there's still... I feel like we're a little arrogant about how much we think we know of the world. Because we think, okay, we've discovered the entire planet. Mm-hmm. We tell you where every landmass is. We have google earth and all this kind of stuff yes 100 percent agree but i think that's kind of been a crutch oh for sure and allowed us to over assume it's like i can look at the amazon all day from google earth but there's a really dense tree line under there that i don't know what's going on well as well yeah as soon as there's supposed information out there and it's the information that you're looking for but you don't necessarily have to work for Mm -hmm. 
we're just going to take it at face value. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, I just think we assume we, we know more than we really do. And I think there's plenty of places for these things to hide at. Kind of cool if they were like underground. <laughs> like the, the mole people. <laughs> they're, just, they're just big feet that are, I don't know. Just kicking their way grown, through. Grown accustomed. Those toenails. That's, oh, God. <laughs> Gross. All right. Yeah, all could right. you imagine a toe and there slash Ooh. toenail on one of those things? How Man. big that have to be? Because they're like, what's the average height that they've been called? Like at least eight, 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 nine feet? Usually it's like seven to eight. Seven to eight? Yeah. I mean, I guess comparable to Yao Ming if it's, on, <laughs> if, it's, if it's towards the seven side, but I don't know. Yeah, because Yao Ming's like, what, seven, three? Something, like, something that, like that, yeah. Wow, incredible. I don't know. He's a hairless, he's a hairless Bigfoot. I want to look into see if there's like any... Does China? I'm sure China has a version. Oh, there's got to be. There's with with be. all the forests there are in Japan yeah. or in China. Yeah. I mean, it's a huge place. <sighs> yeah, we'll have to definitely revisit. But I'm trying to keep it light and fun for you guys. Yeah, we might, okay. we might we might do like a top ten countdown. Not a bad idea. Of of Bigfoot around the world. Yeah, Bigfoot sightings. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's hard. It's I want. I lean toward the side that they exist. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, this is what I was going to ask you earlier. So, we'll take the U.S. for an example. There are sightings. I think in every single state mm-hmm. of the U.S. there has been a sighting, except maybe Hawaii. Do you think it's really different? Big feet in pockets around the country or is like for me i feel it's more likely that it's just a a um like a migration route because i mean we had native americans that Mm -hmm. they majority of the time they they roam from place to place hunter and gathering they didn't do much farming yeah um and that's how they made they they survived and i don't see any reason why any other any other um, animal of that same size, a lot of other ones in nature do similar things. Mm-hmm. We as people aren't that special. We did the same thing. You know, you have elk that have huge migration patterns. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of that. And I think we relate them to us a lot. So we assume, oh, it's it probably has a home and it stays in its home and it doesn't ever leave its territory. Yeah. I almost feel like it's more likely that they migrate because then it, they would be harder to find. And I think they could travel that distance. Because, I mean, I walk 11 miles a day mm-hmm. just doing my job. If you kept doing that, like, you can travel the country and force gump that shit. Like, force gump it? <laughs> yeah, maybe that. That's what, that's what Forrest Gump became was Bigfoot. <laughs> no. Uh-huh. Well, and you got things like the skunk ape down yeah. in Louisiana and Florida. What's to say that they're not just taking a diagonal path from the northwest to the swamp and then in the wintertime and then going back? That would be cool to go back and, like, uh, cross-reference, like, dates to locations as far yeah. as the, the, what, what path they could look like they potentially took. Mm-hmm. And I, know, not- I know, I know, I knew as a kid, like I would, I would hear about that it was in like Oregon or it was, mm-hmm. or that then somewhere completely different, like yeah. not even close. And that made it really hard to believe too. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, how are you going to be like four States over? Yeah. And I mean, in a couple you could of days. do it, you could do it. Well, not even, it wasn't even a couple of days. I mean, you could do it in a couple of years for sure. But like hearing that, hearing that different kind of information, I guess you mm-hmm. don't necessarily think, or at least I didn't about any potential of migration so that's yeah. that's a good point it's a very good point well and it might not even be that expansive it might not be you know from washington to florida but it might be like washington to california because yeah. california has a lot of sightings as well mm-hmm. and in sacramento the weather doesn't get that harsh yeah so they could easily go from washington down to northern california mm-hmm. be just fine through the winter and then head back up to washington and then that's still a long ways to travel but still i think very doable to doable. do on foot yeah for sure especially if you can move like the way people say these things move because people say like four strides and they're they are gone mm-hmm. so might just have to uh stop what we're doing right here and just go track down a bigfoot that's you know i wouldn't be opposed to sitting out there no more <laughs> <laughs> at least you're enjoying nature if nothing else i know right well yeah just go camping that can be your excuse for camping <laughs> i'm hunting for bigfoot 
Some people do the opposite. They they use camping as their excuse. I've always thought that was funny too. People are always like like hunting for Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Like, are you, what's your intention? Is as soon as you see it, you want to kill it or what? You know, I think they're just like once we find it, uh, we'll capture proof whatever way we can. I Pictures. I video, so. audio. I hope that if if Bigfoot 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 is ever caught, then we that it's treated. I'm shooting it. I'm well. sorry. I'm shooting it. Yeah. I'm gonna try to shoot. I've said this before. I will shoot it in the leg if I can, and not kill it. Just maim it. I'm not taking a picture of it because nobody's gonna believe me. No, I don't care if it's crystal it's clear iPhone 11 fisheye picture. That is true. I'm shooting the thing because no one's gonna believe me. You tell him that he picked the filter. <laughs> <laughs> he did the doe eyes, not me. I'm sorry. I, don't know. Uh, <laughs> I didn't pick it. <laughs> um, he did the duck face, and then that's that's why he got shot. I, can't, I couldn't help it. I couldn't, I couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, it reminds me of that movie I was telling you about, Strange Wilderness, mm-hmm. where they just like they see it. They, the entire movie, they've been looking for Bigfoot, and then they get to him, and they they finally get it on camera, and it's the first thing the guy does is he <laughs> turns around and shoots it in the chest. <laughs> And it's just dead. I will say. Terrible, terrible. Uh, but oh, that, that's so good. But then I pause just a little bit because there are idiots that go in the woods in gorilla costumes. And for the love of God, Seriously. if this is your hobby, please get another. Not even for me, for your personal safety, because I might have some pause in shooting you. There's some people that don't. No. That's a that's a death wish. I'm going out into oh. a heavily wooded area and a crazy. I mean, dress normal. Yeah. Like you might think it's funny, and you're going to scare some people, and you're going to scare them right into shooting you. So just yeah. don't don't do that. Yeah. But then that reminds me of something. So I've heard a lot of hunter stories specifically. I like hunter stories when they see weird things in the woods because I tend to believe them because they're. Most of the time, they're just average Joes, not trying to do anything. They're just trying to get a buck or trying to shoot a turkey, mm-hmm. and then something weird happens to they're them. They're usually more well-versed in the area. Yeah, they know their surroundings. Yep. They've been staking it out for years. Yeah. So I tend to believe them more. But there's a lot of stories where where hunters have seen them. They've had the scope on them, and they were thinking of pulling the trigger on it, for the same reasons if nothing else sometimes just because they're so scared because that's a big thing that happens in stories is people are like i was terrified and i had no reason this thing didn't even look like it knew i was there but i was terrified but a lot of them are like it was too human for me to shoot yeah and they couldn't bring themselves to shoot something that was that close to something that they are well, that, yeah, that would be my predicament for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that I, I couldn't really shoot anything anyways, but especially not something that's <laughs> that close to being human, potentially. Um, yeah, that would be weird. Mm-hmm. You, <laughs> you, you train your scope on it, and it turns around, it's just like a cute baby face just looking at you. <laughs> a little <laughs> cute baby face surrounded in fur. I, just, I imagine like an anime moment where it turns around, and it, you have the little glimmer. Yeah, from the cheeks, <laughs> big eyes, huge dimples. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, that. Yeah, I could. I wouldn't be able to. I wouldn't be able to either. So, where do you think? And we're looking globally here. Mm-hmm. Are the most likely places for there to be some form of Bigfoot? Mm, I feel like how you were saying that we think we know so much about the earth and stuff like that and i know that we've we've ventured out into the himalayas pretty not frequently but we've done our due diligence as far as trying to map it i suppose but i feel like it'd be so easy to get away with something out there mm-hmm. like or just get away out there i mean especially if you're covered in white and everything around you is white you mm-hmm. can probably just slink away into nothing mm-hmm um so that's again that's what gives the yeti plausibility to me and then bigfoot just seems like it would blend into the woods pretty well yeah just any kind of woods yeah with the yeti i've it's it's interesting i always liked it i like the aesthetic of it Mm -hmm. and the some kind of like white furry monsters it's kind of like the white tiger is cooler than a regular tiger yeah um i know yeah it's like it's like the snow mm -hmm. leopard of yeah (laughs) of cryptids of bigfoot but 
when I, I've been trying to find a good Yeti case for the podcast, and almost all of them I run into, they're actually not that many that says it has white fur. Most of the time, it's like it has reddish fur. Oh, really? Sometimes black fur. Huh. And I think it's, I think we get the white because, and I could be totally wrong, this is me taking a shot at a barrel, that the like the snow gets matted in with the fur, mm-hmm. and that's where that might come from. Well, yeah, I mean, if the thing's not showering, then it's going to be dirty. Dirty. Well, dirty, but I mean, like, the snow clumps. Yeah. Because, I mean, the snowfall just continuing. It's going to be caking on the outside of that Oh, fur. for sure. Oh, you mean that being the white that you're saying? Yeah. 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 yeah that the snow itself is the white. Well, those, uh, I know the, not to reference Disneyland again, but I'm going to. Uh, the ride, like, the, the white the white fur with like the bluish dark blue face skin. kind of mm-hmm. thing yeah the skin that's totally the the dramatized pictures that they have in the room mm-hmm. they're they're like blue faced with these big fangs and white fur mm-hmm. but oh. i don't know they there was like there was like six or so six different pictures and they all looked pretty similar but they were talking about like two different two drastically different time periods mm-hmm. too and that's another hard thing. It's like, how long would these things live? Yeah. Well, and to be clear, Jordan does not think that the Disneyland exhibit is, is proof. No, I just thought it was so cool. Like <laughs> going up there, we had we had been doing this for a bit, and I was like, oh shit, I'm doing a Yeti episode. Mm-hmm. You get to do it. Just it. kicked off a lot of inspiration. Yeah, for sure. And that was the one of the coolest depictions I've seen of it. Because mm-hmm. like, I just didn't want people to be thrown in the hate mail. Of, these guys just think that Disney speaks truth about hey, everything. Everything that Disney says <laughs> for total truth. Okay? <laughs> yeah, it is the be- it's the best truth. It's the perfect. Um. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I would guess I would say up in the snow like that, Himalayas mm-hmm. region probably. Mm-hmm. And then somewhere in the U.S. because I'm selfish. Yeah. <laughs> and I wanted to be here. I'm okay. I've recently heard of Desert Bit Bigfoot. What? I have a hard time with that one because that does the, not seem plausible. But I, I when I started, the, this is the what made me start having a hard time with the Yeti, because I was like, it's a desert. There's not a big food source or, or water supply, and then I was like, wait, there's not one for the Yeti either. Yeah. So I have a hard time with that. But then there's things like polar bears. I mean, that, while they do have a food supply, they like they gotta work real hard for it. Oh yeah, but they're Especially huge. Now. So maybe there's enough there, but I tend to lean just more. I want to say forests just are the, the number one. Yeah, but I'm very picky about that. I don't think it's like just any forest, because there's a lot of forests in the U.S. that oh, yeah. are right backed up against to some kind of city, uh-huh. um, or surrounded by it, or cut through the middle of it. Yep, and, and we have a lot of just land here, so it's not like we've demolished everything, but everything is sort of surrounded. Yeah. So the only places I like, it's got to be big and dense for me to think, okay, Bigfoot's gonna live there. I don't think one lives in the Sacramento area. No. Because while we have a, we actually have a lot of reserves around here, a lot of state parks and things like that. I don't feel any of it's big enough. No. I feel like it's got to be something huge like a Yellowstone Park. Yeah, I don't um, think you're going to run into them in Mere Woods. Yeah. That's for sure. So it's it's got to be big and vast. Even the Appalachians I have a hard time with because as somebody that lived there, while, yes, there's a lot of land, there are a lot of mountains to, mm-hmm. to be hidden in, I don't think they want to be that close to people because the people that live there, you live in the cuts of those mountains yeah and even though it's not that many people a, a single family's making more noise than i'm sure one of those things wants to deal with oh yeah so you're not moving out to the himalayas anytime soon no. no so for me it's gotta be big empty forests like amazons like the northwest of america like montana Mm-hmm. You know, places that it there's just a sparse amount of people. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that's a pretty good area as well. Those are, like I said, pretty much the only two that I would put any stock in would be the Yeti or the. Um, and I don't know much about the area, but I'm sure that China 
has its share of those. Oh, yeah. And then nobody talks about it because I think people just think of desert or South Africa when they think of Africa. But Africa's got some crazy jungles. Mm-hmm. So I would... I wouldn't be shocked at all if if some of the African jungles, like that's another great place for one. Yeah, Europe is probably where I'm like, eh, I don't really know. I don't think there's one in Europe, but I think American forests have its share of spaces. Definitely the Amazon, Chinese forests, and for sure, African I know. forests. I guess, I guess it's like the only area that doesn't really necessarily have one right can you imagine an english bigfoot no or an irish bigfoot i feel like it would be more like a like like a central continent thing like a like a polish or german or something like that oh my god a german bigfoot that would be great he he thinks he oh god no i'm not gonna do it (laughs) say your hitler joke he he thinks he's the master race okay that's it he is he blonde with blue eyes? Is he yeah, blonde yeah, that's fur? that. That is that. Uh, <laughs> that Bigfoot is naturally blonde. Uh, and it's got it's got light blue skin. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I'm German, okay. <laughs> Jeez. Take a break. Oh man. Um. Yeah, but I guess that's like one of the only places that doesn't really. Yeah, you don't hear much from Europe. Yeah. I th- I, def- I think there are stories there. But I definitely think that's more of a wild man territory, because we've we've talked about werewolves a little bit over there, and that's what that seemed more like than anything was more of a tales of wild men that were behaving in that manner versus actually transforming to werewolves. Yeah, I think it's kind of a similar similar thing. Yeah, it's kind of crazy to think like where all of our like our big uh, our big baddies in all of our mythologies come from. And I would love to just go back through history and yank up random the people that wrote these stories yes. down and set them down and, and, i want to see what their inspiration was well i want i just want them to be like no guys that's not what i was getting at at all oh yeah right <laughs> if we just totally did bigfoot or dracula or any of them so mm-hmm. like just werewolves are supposed <laughs> you to be. guys went super left field that's not what i was talking about <laughs> totally vampires are not supposed to fucking sparkle <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh um it's that would be really cool to mm-hmm. see like what spurned the definitely thought you said spermed spermed yeah sperm so what 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 yeah what, i mean what, what spermed the, the the vampires into existence uh or werewolves or bigfoot or why can't i think of the name of the body of water that loch ness is supposed to be in it's in the it, it's literally loch ness it's the lock or the mm-hmm. yeah like that it's mm-hmm. that's in lock is like lake yeah i believe i'm bringing a we'll gun go, we'll go up to we'll go up to washington and then over to oregon and see what we can find i'm bringing a gun i would love to go a lot of countryside that'd be a good place to find him how do you have you seen any of like the tv specials or anything about the people that do go bigfoot hunting nope i have always actively avoided them <laughs> I, there's, I'm sorry. But. I will say there's some that's not too bad. I have a hard time with, with some of them, but it's no different than the ghost hunting shows. There's yeah. bad ones and good ones. Yeah, um, I wouldn't be as opposed anymore. I just used to not be into any of that sort of thing. Yeah. Like, as a kid, I just wasn't... Like, I liked Ghostbusters, but I didn't really like thinking about real ghosts. So I didn't, yeah. I didn't look It's more of a of fun it. concept. Than, yeah. 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 When you start to think about the reality behind some of the things, it's like, mm. oh. I don't want to get slimed. Yeah. <laughs> But I I remember definitely seeing that. Uh, what was the footage again? The Patterson Gimlin film. Mm-hmm. So I've seen like the snippet, that last bit of just him looking over his shoulder. Mm-hmm. That's which it's that's said it. to be a her. Oh really? That's part of the breakdown. I learned this from the Astonishing Legend guys. Go go check out their podcast. But. Yeah, there's if and when they break the video down, it it appears that there's some furry breasts swinging during the walk. So that's why they think it's a a lady Bigfoot. Lady Bigfoot. A Bigfootette. Mama Foot. Um. Well, that would definitely reaffirm your uh, clan notion that there's potentially yeah. a bigger group. That would be cool. 
I'd like to think that they have some mm-hmm. sort of Bigfoot family out there, and they're just like, we're just waiting for our day. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to take over society. They're just going to storm up from underground. I don't think, I think they're just sitting, they, if that was the case, they're just sitting back waiting for us to do it to ourselves. Like, just wait, just wait. Yeah, yeah, not far <laughs> off there, I'm sure. I can't remember what I watched as a kid that had, like, the Yeti as, like, a, like a character in it. Some kind of, and it was animated, but some kind of Hanna Barbera thing. Potentially, yeah. I think Johnny Quest would go through like some of the. Oh yeah, Johnny lore, Quest was legit. Lore stuff, yeah, that's so cool. But other than that, I just back in the day I didn't really focus on it. Mm-hmm. Really, it was never really my thing. But yeah. Now we get to do this. Now we get to do this. <laughs> so, closing this one out. We're going to be looking into a lot of Bigfoot stories to come. Oh, yeah. A lot of different things. Um, if you know of any, got any good leads, please shoot them our way at creepycampfirepodcast at gmail.com. Not to say that this is going to specifically become a Bigfoot podcast. No, we no, no. know no. that there's a lot wrapped up. Yeah, yeah, no. With all the alien and conspiracy and ghost yeah. stories, we're, just, we're going to pepper in. Plenty of material. Some Bigfoot every now and then. Yeah. But I, I just thought this would be fun. I just thought this would be fun to just kind of kick around and because there, there's so much with it. He's in jerky commercials, so there's everyone has an opinion on Bigfoot at this point. Uh-huh. I thought it would be good, just like how everyone has an opinion on ghosts, for us to just sit down and kind of just shoot around how we feel about it. Definitely. Before we even dive into any of the big research. This is also, um, we, we could definitely maybe potentially get two jerky sponsors out of this. Yeah. <laughs> Get Jack Links on our bill, too. Oh, all the jerky you can eat. Oh, God. But you only need one, and that's Moses Family Jerky. That's right. <laughs> As of right now, that is all you need. That and their coffee. Mm-hmm. Their coffee's pretty tasty. Speaking of, I need to get some caffeine. Time to re-up. In me. Yeah. Well, I have just been going at work. I don't really, I don't really stop and take a break. So. Same. Um... So that one um, in the books, this one's not... So I got next episode. Yeah. I'm doing Polybius. Polybius. And I'm not going to tell y'all anything about it. If you haven't heard about it, you can wait. Cool. <laughs> um, but it's going to be a lot of fun. It's if For, for you nerds out there, you're going to really enjoy it. It's a good little video game special. Yes, I can't wait. So... Anything sci-fi having to do with gaming, mm-hmm. all about. So it's, it's that one dips its toes into the conspiracy water. So I don't, I can't remember the last conspiracy we did. It's been a while. I was gonna start looking into that for um, when am I coming up? Yeah. Not not like just like a conspiracy theory in general, but yeah. So I think that would be a good good little conspiracy yeah one for us to throw in the mix for sure. And I'm thinking after that we need to dive into some some kind of ghost some kind of haunting something yeah just do our do our our loop our little loop of of uh topics yeah yeah circle back yep yep sounds good so how how many followers are we up to on on the old instagram jordan we are uh, 161 hey 161 but you know what we can do better than that oh certainly yeah we can do a lot better than that and you know what i'm starting to push starting it now subscribe subscribe <laughs> subscribe to this or, i'm sorry yeah subscribe to this follow on that follow on instagram email us hit us up and pepper jordan with messages don't tell, tell him his butt is cute i don't care what you tell him i'll take it just just blow up his just phone message me um yeah and if you guys got weird pictures of anything share them with us any weird stories share them with us That's weird we, pictures within reason okay. yes yeah yep yep keep <laughs> gotta them, be careful when you keep them out of the bathroom yeah um <laughs> but yeah if you guys have any stories that's what we live for we want to do that i i might have already mentioned it but i'm putting a push out now I want listener stories because I want to do a listener story only episode where we just talk about your guys' submissions. Um, we can't do it without you. Yeah, I want to start early. I want to start stacking them now, and and I want to probably drop that off first week of October. Oh, that would be awesome. Because it really kick off Halloween month. Means you guys got some work to do. So 
bring them in and i don't care how small they are how insignificant they might feel like send them to us we will put them up shoot us an email so hit, hit me up on the on the insta other than that i think we're pretty set um contact us rate rate us that's huge rate yeah, and leave a comment please, please please and until next time everybody unless jordan do you have anything uh i think you summed it up i think so okay all right then well everybody Stay, Stay toasty. toasty.